What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you find work in any industry with just one interview at Express. You have a connection to endless jobs, whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job. Choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit expresspros.com today to find a location near you. The weather is heating up, which means summer is almost here. Macy's is my go-to place for summer fashion, and I'm getting so excited just looking at Macy's.com for new bathing suits, beach towels, even floaties for the kids. They have all the poolside essentials. Macy's has everything you need for any summer occasion, your summer trip, wedding, or graduation. Macy's has you covered. You can shop all your favorite brands like DKNY, Michael Kors on 34th, shop at Macy's.com or in store. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine-free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Wind Down with Jana Kramer, an iHeartRadio podcast. I'm so excited to wind down today. I'm so excited to wind down today. I'm so pumped. Mm-hmm. Why you're not excited, but I'm so excited. I know. No, I'm excited. No, but you're I not. have a confession. I have a confession. I have never watched. Are you ready for this? Dun, dun, dun. The Bachelor. How or dare the Bachelor. you? I have tried, but I've never watched. Why? I just Tell can't. Tell me why. You're sticking it to the man. <laughs> you no, won't give in. I think part of my problem is I worked in daytime TV too long. Yeah, I really do. I mean, is it just like the people, like the 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 like the actual like the Bachelor or the girls, or is I, it like who bothers who bothers you more, the nobody, girls or the nobody bothers me at all. Nobody bothers me because I just don't watch it. But I, you know what the the thing is is, uh, I go. love scripted TV. Do you think the Bachelor scripted? <laughs> <laughs> Let's I love scripted with uh, with a storyline. Yeah, like crime or right. Okay, you don't like like you know oh like sharper God, objects. Like, like she's drinking vodka all day. Like that's interesting to me. Well, I- although they're <laughs> drinking, they're drinking vodka all day too. Right, yeah, the they are, and they're falling into a pool. And, but yeah. I'm just like so excited because I've. I've watched most of the Bachelor, Bachelorette mm-hmm. series. There's some that I haven't watched just because I couldn't either stand the guy or the girl. And then Mike's always like, oh, you're watching this again? But then he'll like walk past the room real Ooh. slow. And then he'll be like, 
And then he's like intrigued by it. And, and I'll then be he like, hey, did, uh, did Jason forgive Brittany yet? <laughs> yeah. Like, I like say something like that. And she'd be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, you've been paying attention? Yeah. Like, oh, no, I'm just asking, you know? Um, but we're really excited because we have Chris Harrison on the phone. So and I do love him. He's the best. Yeah, I love him. But first, I want to tell you guys something that I'm excited to use after I have the baby. So right now, obviously, I'm very lucky to not have a period. But when I do, I'm really excited about Lola because I I don't know. I just think it's really great that you get to curate how many. Um, the, I think it's so great that you get to curate the sizes that you want delivered to you, which I think is so easy because sometimes you don't need the entire pack of supers or the entire pack of lights. Um, this way you get to build your box of 18 tampons or 12 pads. Um, so you can do as many as you want, different kind of regular super, super plus um, pads too can be ultra thin day pads or night pads. So I think it's really great and it's shipped to you. So the cool thing is, is that you'll know when your period's coming because you're going to get a box to your door. And so that way, because I'm always running out and I'm like, crap, I forgot to go to the store and get some and now I don't have any. But this way you are totally set with Lola. You can cancel, skip an order, modify your subscription anytime. Um, it emails you two days before your box is ship, so there's no surprises or anything like that. So for 40% off all subscriptions, visit MyLola.com and enter Jana when you subscribe. That's MyLola.com and use promo code Jana to get 40% off all subscriptions. MyLola.com, promo code Jana. Christopher. Hello. Hi. How's it doing? I love you. You know wow. I love you. What a great way to start a conversation. Right. You guys, we have Chris Harrison on the phone. I know. I like the, 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 the Chris Harrison. Hey, Chris, you're in studio with um, me, Jen, and my husband. Hi. Hello. Hello, everybody. Hello, Chris. The the fake Chris Harrison accounts that are out there. I mean, (laughs) the better not be a fake. This better be the, this better be the real Chris. Cause we want to, we want to ask you like all the, all the goods. Um, Jen has never watched a bachelor episode like ever. All right, we'll excuse her from the show. <laughs> we will mute her microphone. But I do love you. you. She's never, I mean, in all seriousness, she's never watched it ever. Ever. It's been on for 17 years. It's on about 17 years? Wow. Yes, I know. I 17 you years. Seen, you've seen a show. It's been, it has been on the air as long as I was married. Wow. Yes. Yeah, well, we all make mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I have my son, in all seriousness, was six weeks old when I got the job. Wow. And wow. he is now a junior in high school. So when he walked, you know, of course, a lot of the people have been around for, you know, 10, 15, 16, 17 years on the show. And so when, when they knew my kids as babies, and then they walk on set and he's six foot one and huh. a big old junior wow. in high school. It's crazy to think that's how long we've been doing this. Did you think, like, when you got that gig as you know the host did you think that it would have this longevity that it has no never you know never. You, you can't possibly think that in television if you do you're right. naive or stupid <laughs> um because you just never know what's going to resonate and what's going to catch because at the time you know, survivor had just started so the whole reality thing mm. really hadn't even caught fire yet it wow. was all so new and this concept was completely foreign and new and so it was you know you never know what's going to catch and, and by the way not only will it catch, and it was huge for such a long time, but, you know, why it still resonates and why it continues to draw an, an audience younger and younger is, you know, it goes against kind of all conventional conventional wisdom in television. Why is that, Chris? Why do you think this has been able to last so long, besides you being the host, of course? 
there's only one content, so right. I would leave, I would tell my agent to tell the network. That, uh, you know, I think it's about, and to get a little cheesy, it's about that one thing that we can all relate to. Everyone understands. Love. It. Yeah, it is. It's companionship, love, no matter where I travel in the world, wherever you guys go. You know, it's the one thing that kind of connects us all. So we all get it. And the other thing is, you know, the show remains fresh because of the bachelors and bachelorettes that we have. And so, you know, the bachelor, if we had kept going with Trista, for example, who mm-hmm. I love from so 16, 17 years ago, our yes. first bachelorette, and she was the only one that we'd ever had. Well, she's, and I don't, I don't mean to out her, but she's in her 40s now. Mm-hmm. And she probably wouldn't be considered as cool to the college <laughs> kids, the high school kids. But instead, it's this new crop of uh, bachelors and bachelorettes. Right. Who is your favorite bachelorette of all of them? Can you say that or no? Oh, you can't do that to me. Yes, I can. I can ask you anything I it's want. Like who's your favorite <laughs> child? I know. It's like, who's your favorite child? Well, right. But, you know, I would go back, honestly, just to, you know, like a uh, Trista, just because life changed so much. And it wouldn't just be because of Trista, but because of how my life changed and the show was changing. And, and, and so much happened during all that time that, you know, it's, it's not that I'm not grateful now, but it was just a crazy experience to be a part of back then. Right. Chris, what is that conversation like when your son comes to you one day and says, Dad, I want to be the next Bachelor? <laughs> I think for him, I'll never have to worry about it. I, I, <laughs> I could possibly see my daughter, Taylor, who is 14, um, who was born two years into, speaking of like things where I remember, um, Meredith's season of The Bachelorette was wrapping up, and we were just about to go out to the desert and go to Trista's wedding, and that's when Taylor was born. Wow! Um, so it's amazing that you know my kids have grown up in this. But I could see my I could see my daughter doing it, and honestly, if she wanted to, good on her. Just remember, Dad's always watching. <laughs> yep. I mean, that's got to be hard for you though, as like a dad, to like see some of these girls, and, and then you think about Birding. your daughter. Yeah, and it's just I mean, that's got to be yeah. that's got to be tough for you. I mean, do they really kind of look at you as someone that they can? like a confidant on the show? Yeah, well, and that's kind of what I've grown into. It's, you know, my role has definitely changed over the years, yeah. for sure. Um, yeah, I started out really as just the host and, and reading whatever lines they kind of put in front of me, and we were all making it up as we went. Now, obviously, I've been around for 17 years. I helped produce the show. I know it's, you know, as good, if not better, than anybody else working on the show now. And so it definitely has changed, and you've earned that respect with experience and time. So it's definitely evolved over the years. But, you-, um, it, you know, the funny aspect with my daughter is the conversation that it has kind of opened up. You know, she's at that age. She's 14, where dad wants to have conversations with his daughter, but it's hard because it's awkward and weird. Mm-hmm. But the bachelor's kind of opened some of those doors to having some pretty difficult conversations. Mm-hmm. I, You know, I will use the show. We'll be watching it. And I'll say, okay, you know, what do you, what do you think of what she just did there? What do you think of that guy and how he's acting? And it's fun to kind of allow her to talk about it and That's she doesn't really realize That's cool. conversations. yeah what a good way to use that tool yeah to open up the door chris w- with your role kind of being more of a mentor now in these later seasons i mean do you really find yourself pulling contestants aside and being like hey man stop being a douchebag or <laughs> do, you, do you encourage i mean not encourage it but you just let it happen because it adds to the show I usually use stronger language than that. I'm sure um, you do. I'm sure you do. It's, you know, it's a little bit of both. There is that fine line of I get it where we're creating television. Right. But at the same time, these are human beings, and I do care about most of them. Not all of them, but most of them. And you, you, you do want to help them, especially when they are the bachelor or the bachelorette. I feel 
that they are kind of under my care. It's almost like a coach, uh, you know, taking a kid to college. You feel responsible for those kids. Um, you know, when Becca's the bachelorette, you try and help her avoid some of the pitfalls. Um, you know, I have to, you know, ha- have hands off a little bit because we are creating a show and you want her to really experience some of these situations. You can't prepare for everything. But, um, yeah, there is a certain sense of, of you know, whether I would like to say it's, a, it's an older friend more than just a dad. because That makes me feel really old. But <laughs> it's, kind of, it's kind of that father figure. I just... I, I love that, but I got to say, I do not agree with the bachelor choice that they've just made Colton. With, with Colton. I just don't, I don't, well, you're, first, not, the, you're not the only one. And I, I've seen that. I've, I've looked, you know, I've, I, I looked into it a little bit about the kind of backlash for me though. I'm like, don't you want to test drive before you buy the car? Well, yeah. I mean, like, so that's, that's, you're, you're talking about a whole different issue. First of all, Colton is a virgin for those of, those of you out there that don't know. Which is um, great. I'm not trying to say like virgins aren't like whatever. But for me personally, like I'd be like, no, I don't want to go on the show because I, I have to, I think sex is such a big. I mean, if, what if he sucks at in in bed? And well, then you have to be to. married. Yeah. I mean, right. And you, you have to, I mean, he's going to lose his, his gusto in the second. <laughs> and it's like, you know what I mean? Like, what if he doesn't like, no. And it's like, then now you're, now you're mi- going to be married to that. Yeah. But as a woman, you could be opportunistic. Be like, I can mold him. But sometimes you can't, you can't, I've tried to mold like bad kissers. If you are a bad kisser, <laughs> you are bad. Yeah. If you are well, bad so at sex, you are bad. You're also you're you're opening a lot of different uh, topics because I agree. If you and it's not necessarily a bad kisser, but it's someone who doesn't blend with you. If you don't have that chemistry when you're yeah. kissing, I'm a, I'm a firm believer that it just just cut the cord. You're done. Done. Yeah. Done. You're, you're, done. Yeah. Done. You're not changing that. You're not fixing that. There's something dramatically off. Now, true. But what are they the going to do in the in the overnights? Are they just going to hold hands? No. What if like, we, what if we watch him lose his virginity? Lose it. Like, I don't mean yeah. to be a creeper, but I'll I'm watch that. <laughs> Amy just wants to watch the world burn in front Sweating of her eyes. I'll right watch now. that. <laughs> well, then maybe you just reaffirmed our choice. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like, and I will say this, like, I'm not trying to talk bad about him. I met him. He came in the studio because he was, um, he was doing another podcast with Ben and he just seems like a baby to me. Yeah. He's even like his face, like he's just a baby. He seems very sweet. I think he, I know he does a lot of. Uh, good things in the community, but it she just doesn't seem like a man to me. Well, I didn't. By the way, <laughs> she's I'm, right. just, you guys, I'm just saying. She is right. I just he, I watched him with Becca, and he's not like he's not a man. Like Garrett was a man. Like Garrett, like and Colton was like just like he hasn't he doesn't have the life experience. Like who wants teen. to be with someone that wants to like not have those life experiences and like have been in relationships and done those things? I don't know. That's just me. But good luck to the 25 women. <laughs> I'm with you. Look, I'm of a certain age. I don't want to date a virgin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you dated a virgin, we'd have major problems with like, your yes. age. <laughs> You'd be dating the 40-year-old virgin. <laughs> There's a large misnomer out there, uh, and feel free to back me up in there, that you know, guys like, oh, that would be a dream to date a virgin. Like, no, it's not. No. It's, it's, there's, there's a whole list of complications that comes along with that. But I think, and, like, Michael, you could speak to this part where it's like, you know, he did say on the show, too, where he felt like he had to, like, be like, yeah, I'm banging all these chicks because that's, like, what locker room talk. And that's, like, that's not who he was. But he felt like in that lifestyle of football, like, right. he felt like he had to, like, have that. So don't you think that? Yeah. He, might meet some, he might meet a woman, hopefully he will, on the show that is. Also a virgin? 
I know, no, I know one virgin, virgin, and I, I love you because I know she listens. I'm not going to say her name, but how old <laughs> like, is she? She's in her early 20s. She's waiting till marriage. She's okay, okay. that's yeah. okay. And that's great. On, on but, me, what is the, what is the reasoning? Yeah. You know, is it religious? Is it an issue from your childhood? Right. Is there trauma there? Is it uh, just a belief you know, till marriage? Like, there's a lot of different reasons, and that's really that's probably what I would want to get to, no matter who I was dating. Why are you doing it? Okay, switching gears, um, because I do have a lot of things I want to talk to you about, Chris. Um, I have to tell you guys about FabFitFun. It's a subscription box that I love. Um, I, I love FabFitFun because there's so many things that comes in the box. And what I love about it is that there's no samples of anything. So it's a fantastic value. Um, you can get so many like amazing things. Like this last box, I got some new um, dish towels for our bathroom, but then I got a great mask to go with it and then a great little beauty brush set. Um, so every in every single box, there's always going to be a, a beauty blender, glam glow, bubble sheet mask, which are fantastic. Um, simply whimsical set of two tea towels, which looked so great in our kitchen. And then Skin & Co. Roma Blue and Capri Shower Gel. Sign up for FabFitFun today to get your fall box. The FabFitFun fall box is in limited supply, and these boxes always sell out. So use my code JANA to get $10 off your first box. Go to FabFitFun.com to sign up and start getting the box for a life well lived. Use promo code JANA to get $10 off your first box. That is over $200 for only $39.99. Go to FabFitFun.com and use my promo code JANA to get $10 off your first FabFitFun box. Okay, Chris. So can we switch gears a little bit um, about, because you are divorced. I am. Thank you. <laughs> Did this show, was, so it, was it the show that caused Well, the- yeah. I'm like, was your wife like jealous of all these women? that? Because, I mean, here's the deal. If, you know, it was basically, if it's, the bachelor you've got all these women that are probably trying to flirt with you too he's quiet like, oh my god quiet. I, know, I thought you were I, that wasn't a question radio no. silence <laughs> wow no in, in answer to your question you know we were married i met my wife back in college we were old childhood sweethearts and oh. you know we met when we were 18 years old and got married very young so she grew up around the show and mm-hmm. she traveled you know especially back then we had young kids and so you know, they would often come with me when we were in Italy or France or whatever, and, and she was there a lot. And, you know, when you're around this business, you know, like country music or anything else, you realize it's not nearly as glamorous as <laughs> no. everyone right. makes it seem, obviously. Yeah. But they'd be crazy not to flirt with me. Is what I think. Clearly. <laughs> I think that's what you were getting at. So do you kind of, now that you're like single, do you, when, you know, this next season's like, are you kind of like taking your picks too for yourself? <laughs> yeah. I, I always, yeah, I tell the bachelors, I'm like, okay, look. She's off limits, she's off limits, <laughs> but everybody else, you can go for that. You know, and, you know, I just, I subliminal stuff of like, man, she really just seems like a bitch. You're not going <laughs> to you were saying some stuff behind your back. You do not want to mess with her. <laughs> That's amazing. Hey, Chris, do you, yeah. you know, you've been doing this for so long and you've watched all of these people fall in love or not fall in love. Do, are you, do you go into a season intuitively, like with a gut feeling? You're like, oh, so-and-so's, they're going to be it. Like that, not, you know, not anymore. Just because I realized how bad I am at that, and, and, and my <laughs> my my women's intuition is must be really bad because I, you know, you would think night one you would you would have a pretty good idea, right? Um, and I, I will say for the Bachelorette, 
it's a little bit easier to see sometimes. I was going to say, it's. Yeah. It, I think mm-hmm. it's easier, too, for The Bachelorette. Because I, mean, I knew day one, I was like, Garrett's the one. Like, even before I read right. the, like, Reality Steve and all those, like, spoilers. And, and I was like, Garrett, I know. <laughs> and even if Garrett isn't, like, the one, I knew he was going to be top four. Yeah. Um, same but, thing with Blake. And, and there's just certain guys that really peak early. With The Bachelor, it's a little bit different, a little bit harder to break down. And, and again, there's always that one or two that will kind of, you know, they're going to be around. But I, I think the potential for a dark horse is a lot higher for in The Bachelor. Michael um, was uh, going to be on The Bachelor. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. The, the, what? Bas- the Bachelorette. Uh, I think it was Emily season. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was. I was still uh, in the NFL and playing for Buffalo. And you would have been what's his face this past season? Were you like? You what was his Colton name? Oh, yeah. No, no, the other football player who actually got hurt playing oh, football Clay? on the season. Oh, Clay. 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 Yeah, and I know, I know Clay. I direct messaged Becca after that. I go, were you really that sad that he left? <laughs> I, I, I felt, I just felt so bad for him. We're having this goof around football game, and the, you know, and the guy, I think it's you know, he's one of those guys. And Michael, you know, it's it's so hard to give it up and, and get yeah. out of the league, even even when kind of deep down you know it's done. And so I think yep. he's trying to hold on for one or two more seasons, and then he gets hurt. And we're I'm just like, oh God! Like on the Bachelorette. So That's what ended it. Yeah. Yeah. How did How did you get hurt on the Bachelorette? Yeah. Like, oh. I know, but you did. You did your interviews and stuff, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I don't remember who one of the casting producer, whoever it was that I met with. Oh, I can't remember her name right now, but yeah, we had a game. Actually, we were playing the Chargers, uh-huh. and came out here because it was a West Coast game. We came a day early and they came to the hotel we were staying at in oh San Diego God. and took like still shots, oh did like an on-camera God. interview. And I was good to go during the off season. Even the word spread quick throughout the team and the organization where I even had my coaches coming up to me, like being all excited about it. And uh, I ultimately tore my ACL <laughs> at the end of that season. So I kind of decided not to. And my offense coordinator at the time came up to me. He's like, hey, man, I'm really sorry you got hurt. Hope you're doing okay. But uh, just want to know, are you still going to do the Bachelorette? <laughs> like, that literally came out of my offensive coordinator's mouth. And I was like, I don't know. Probably not. They all wanted to vicariously live like, yeah. through you. I'm glad knowing, you didn't do it, though. Knowing what you know now, thinking back, do you regret any decisions on not being on the Bachelorette? No. I don't think Emily would have been your girl anyway. <laughs> no, I don't like blondes anyway, but... Uh, so you would have been competitive and like wanted to be the winner, oh, right? No, I, think, no and I think that's what a lot of the contestants. Chris do. would have been like, "Oh, he's going to be in the top four. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, com- I'm very confident in that. Wow. No, but I mean, even if I think if I was, because I've thought about it, like when I was single, I thought about maybe, like you know, either trying so to be the bachelorette, like I don't know, or just trying to be like one of the the, the girls on the show. But I think I'm so competitive where I would. Even if I didn't like the guy, I mean, like, there's been so many bachelors that I've just not liked at all. But I think I would have pretended to like them more just so I could like be the winner. And is that you see that happening? Basically, yeah, um, what everybody yeah, does. I, I, I tend to see it a little more honestly with the women than I do the men. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think men are a little bit more cut and dry when we like someone or we don't, um, and that typically doesn't change. You know, it's whereas. Women, you can see a certain different side of a man. Mm. All of a sudden, he can be sweet or, or romantic or whatever it is. Maybe it's competitive, and and that those feelings can change. Typically, for a guy, if you are not into a woman, usually that does not change, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Very true. I, I sometimes use the 
prison or a deserted <laughs> island analogy. Like, if you're on a deserted island, he's all you like got. There's only one dude. Yeah. Suddenly that guy is, is so hot. Smoking. Hot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, especially if he's <laughs> taking he's you to super like. Super funny and cool, and he's yeah. taking you to eat the coconut and you're like hey. yeah with like roses <laughs> that's, everywhere that's what in the in the athletic world that's what we called camp eyes when you're in training yeah. camp for like six weeks all you have is a bunch of testosterone and dudes around you then the first you know like lunch lady you see you're like we eh. call it office. <laughs> Not bad. do you guys know office goggles you know beer goggles so office goggles is why everybody thinks like the guy by the copier is cute because you're in the office right with just a bunch of trolls and you're like <laughs> Or the delivery man that comes in the FedEx guy. I heard listening to this right now. Do you enjoy Bachelor in Paradise, like, because you get to have, like, a vacation? Uh, Well, it is. It's nice being in Mexico, but it's actually a harder show to shoot. It's a lot... It's a lot more condensed. They don't give us nearly as much money. It's summer TV, so our budget is Uh, a lot smaller. And we, we do a lot more work, and it's a lot more intensive than The Bachelor and Bachelorette, where we have so many more producers and people and camera operators and crews working. So it's, it's a tough shoot. But at the same time, yes, we're down on a beach in Mexico and it doesn't suck. Right. I And it's fun. For me, it's back to paradise is you've signed up for, you've come back, you know what you're in for. Mm-hmm. And so it, you, we get to have a lot more fun with us than, 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 than the first time around with The Bachelor and Bachelorette. I mean, it was pretty coincidental that Colton broke up with Tia and then all of a sudden, I don't know, the editing was interesting for me. The fact well, that- we had to. We Obviously, we, they needed to break up before we could announce. We were trying to hold it as long as possible, but, you know, it's going to get out. And, I mean, it did get out, but, yeah. um, it's you know, at some point we had to announce because we need to go to his hometown and start shooting the packages and let the other guys <sighs> know. So, it's you know, a lot goes into it that we kind of had to, we had to kind of move it forward. So, with all these, with The Bachelor, with Bachelor in Paradise, you know, you're doing Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? You got your, your brewery up in uh, Texas? Like, how are you finding time for all of this that you're doing? Um, I, I don't. It's, <laughs> I don't. I, I really, it's, that's the, the long and short of it. I wish I had more time for, you know, really in the time I, I want, I don't want for more business. I want for, you know, hanging out with the kids and watching lacrosse and going to soccer games and all the fun stuff. That, you know, this window of, of opportunity. And you guys have a young one, but, you know, my kids, you know, my son in two years is off to college. And then, wow. you know, in a few more years i got my daughter going off and then i'll have more time than i want but right now i I try to be as home as much as possible and and just hang out with the kids so like this week i have a couple weeks before we go back into bachelor production and that's what i'm doing just i mean making turkey sandwiches in the morning getting the kids dinner at night and that's awesome do you want to be married again like is that something that Um, you you would want to see again no it's not a goal of mine anymore um you know there's a time in your life when that's really important to me. I wanted to have kids. I wanted to have a family, and I had that. And I actually had a wonderful marriage as well for a long time and, and got two great kids out of it. And, and my ex and I are still very close. We live very close. Um, but, you know, the goal of getting married isn't necessarily there. I would love to be in love. I would love to meet somebody special and spend time with them and be in that committed relationship. If that turns to marriage someday, great. If it doesn't, I really don't care. It's not. It's not a big deal to me anymore. Like it. Like it was because I. You know. You need it for that stage of your life. I call it Goldie hunting it. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the Goldie hunting. Yeah. And and it's and they 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 may be onto something. It's not such a bad thing. You can You know. You're always dating and constantly. Yes. You know, putting forth that effort and you know you're committed, but you also know that person could walk away at any moment. So you better. Uh, pull your yeah. head out of your ass. I kind of feel like you're in the Love phase it. of like just like you just want to have fun right now. Um. 
Yeah, but I mean, I think that has the, the like an odd telling him he's a player and he wants to just sleep around and and yeah. all that. And that's that's not necessarily the case. But like meeting someone would be wonderful. Uh, and I, I'm always open to meeting somebody fantastic and have tried. I've been in relationships since my divorce. They've just been quiet. I'm not a big mm-hmm. live out loud on Instagram kind of guy. <laughs> but. Um, you know, if that comes across, great. If not, you know, that's the, the problem is, as you guys just astutely pointed out, I work a lot. I travel a ton. When I'm home, I'm, you know, I'm a lot with my kids. So I don't have a lot of that to give right now. I don't have a lot of my heart and soul to just devote to somebody else at this point. It's just not the time in my life. But if it comes around, you know, I always feel like when things come around, you make time for things that mean a lot to you. What if you went on The Bachelor? Oh, that would be the God. most watched season of all time. Would you ever would consider a, that? Um, look, I'll, as my mom says, never say never. There's always yeah. that there's would always, be so great. That's how you end the whole series. It's like the there's last always, series. There's always a price tag for everything. You're right? <laughs> Pay the man. I, I would be very. Yeah, I would be very clear about. You know, when, when athletes go up and they sign their $100 million contract, yep. not about the money, I love the game, I would just, I would hold a press conference and I would take my 25 or $30 million and I'd say, guys, I am doing this for the money. 100%. <laughs> I am letting you know. I want everybody to know, this is my Hawaiian vacation fund. I will never see any of you again in about six months. Um, peace out. If one of you happens to win my heart, cool. But that's not why I'm here. Hundred percent, and that, that would be my toast on night one. Uh, you all seem lovely. I appreciate your time. If this works out great, if not, I have thirty million dollars in my pocket, <laughs> and I'm going to be okay. And I'll take you yeah. all to Hawaii. Um, so exactly. what? What made you want to get into a restaurant? Because that that business is 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 crazy. Yeah, it's a really dumb decision. You don't like <laughs> anyone will tell you. Uh, as my financial guy said when I told him, he goes. What do you expect to get out of this? I said, well, not money. He goes, okay, good. As long as you don't expect to actually get money back. It was this weird, in all seriousness, this this amazing kind of timing. And I'm a big, firm believer in karma and timing. And I was home about three years ago, almost to the the week, uh, my grandmother had passed away. Amazing woman from Dallas. I'm I'm third-generation Dallas. And she was 99 years old. And we were kind of reminiscing one night with a really good family friend of mine I'd grown up with. And he was, he's an amazing chef, an executive chef. And he was talking to me about how he's finally getting his own place and starting up a restaurant. And, you know, this is what they're doing. And um, we talked and talked and he's like, you know, the more I seemed interested, he's like, you know, we're actually looking for one more person. He's like, you'd be kind of fun to do this with. And, you know, long story short, I, I jumped in. I said, you know what? It just makes sense. Like, you know, uh, my, my, my Mimi wouldn't have steered me wrong. In which part of Texas is it? It's in Dallas? It's in Dallas. It is in yeah, Dallas. it's in Dallas. Okay. It's uh, it down, down by downtown in this great little area called Trinity Grove. Do you ever make any appearances? Like, will any, will any bachelor people make appearances or... Oh, 100%. Yeah, I was there for opening night, and the opening night was insane. It was Aww. a packed house. We have, it's a working brewery, so we have our own brews. We have this award-winning brewmaster. We have this executive chef, Michael Weinstein, who's been known in Dallas for years. The menu and, looks uh, fantastic, by the way. It is. And it, you know what they do that I love? And this is what Michael G. said. It's simple Texas. You know, Dallas, he doesn't think too hard, but it's phenomenal. He does the simple really, mm-hmm. really well. And and it's a seasonal menu, farm to table, so it's a little bit different than your typical, you know, brew pubs or gastro pubs. And um, and yeah, all the bachelor people, you know, the Dallas folks came out. Rachel was there, and JoJo, and um, oh, who else? Raven and Adam and Sean and Catherine and their fifteen kids. 
So it was fun <laughs> to it was fun to see everybody. That's really sweet. Hey, when you're doing um, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Do you ever just sometimes look at the contestant and be like, "Man, you're an idiot for like not knowing a question"? <laughs> uh, you know, I, I I think probably three or four years ago I did, but now I realize. And this is one of my favorite lines, and I stole it from my executive producer, James Rowley. He said, trivia is only hard if you don't know the answer. Mm. And it's so true. If I ask you, you know, a country music question or, Michael, a football question, you're like, really? You're asking me how many points a touchdown is? Right. But if, if you don't watch football, then that is ridiculous. Then if I turn around and ask you a question about Shakespeare or geography in the Middle East, and you're stumped. So it's, it's really fascinating to me, and that's what's great about the game. Over 14 questions, you're going to run into an area that you are just not familiar with. And if you want to gamble, if you can get by it, that's the big challenge. But eventually, you're going you're gonna to get that question, whether it's math, geography, pop culture, sports, that is really in your blind spot. Do you feel smarter? I feel like you have all the answers. It's like Alex well, Trebek in Jeopardy. It's I have definitely learned a ridiculous amount of odd odd trivia questions for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm a great person to have at a party now. Um, I can just start throwing out bizarre <laughs> trivial notes, um, but it's fun. I mean, but there are times, especially early on, and I feel bad. Because look, the first two or three questions, you expect them to get by, and it's kind of set up to where they will get by, and you're just getting into the game. And when they get stumped on on the first or second oh. question, and there is a there is a massive clue, you know, you know, the sky is what color, and it rhymes with glue. Right. And, you know, and the, and the questions are one, four, six, and blue. And you're just like, why are you having trouble with this? Right. And and it, but you know, look, the lights, the cameras, people are nervous. They get in their own head. But it's those are the times when I just I cringe. But it's also good TV. <laughs> you know, you had you were very um, that one bachelor you did not like, and you were very vocal about that. And I loved that. So I can't even remember his name. Juan Pablo. Juan Pablo. I just I'll never forget watching because I didn't watch the season because I thought he was an arrogant prick but right. i just remember watching like the the final rose with you and you like y- it was so great because you didn't like hide your disgust for with him and i just i just want you to know that i appreciated that well and it, it wasn't that i i just lost a lot of respect for the way he was treating the women and the way he was talking to the women mm-hmm. and you know he was a little bit of a misogynist a little sexist and and he you know i tried to help him again you know giving him the benefit of the doubt i tried to help him and you know, like, look, you can't, you know, maybe there's a language barrier from Venezuela. <laughs> you know, these words aren't coming out like you think they are. And so I was trying to help him. And, and he, when he started talking third person, that's when I knew we were in trouble. Uh, you yeah. know, anybody who starts referring to themselves by their full name, we are in trouble. Yeah. That's amazing. You are in the most amount of trouble. Well, unless, unless you're baseball legend Ricky Henderson, who famously was, was great at that. Or Wayne uh, Gretzky, who he can talk third person if he wants to. Like, I right. am the great and, one. And I, I know Wayne very well, and he would never do that. That's Ever. the thing. Even the, even the great one would never say, the great one. <laughs> the great one says. Yeah. Like, ever. Well, Chris, but when Juan Pablo looked at me, and said, Juan Pablo, and I was like, oh, boy. Oh, no. here we I go. Said, yeah, I said, first of all, you got to stop referring to yourself in the third person. He said, what, 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 what does this mean? I said, okay, well, now we need to back up. We need a little, <laughs> need a little English. Now you just need to learn. Yeah. Um, well, I love you so much. Thank you for being so candid with us and open and honest. And um, I'm excited to watch um, everything you do because you're killing it. And I will say to the people that are listening, when I met you, you were just so kind and present and sweet, and I just really appreciate that. 
Well, country music fans, we stick together. We're usually good people. Heck yeah. Typically. Uh, but no, I appreciate it. I, I, I love getting to know you, and uh, Michael, hopefully someday our paths will cross. Uh, but I appreciate the time. I really uh, always appreciate the support from you guys. Well, Absolutely. we love you, and um, roof, roof, back to your dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Bye, Thanks, Chris. Bye. See ya. He's so nice. He's so nice. I mean, I just couldn't imagine, like, being around those people. Like, as, as Which people? Like, oh. all the people. They're freaking crazy. The bachelors and bachelorettes? Yeah. Oh, there's just no way. It's a, it's the sorority house that I don't want to be in. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but everybody's going after the one yeah. guy. And But that's the thing. Like that's And that's another reason why, again, I couldn't do a sorority or the bachelor. Because I would just be... The second I got on there, I'd be like, okay, that girl's prettier than me. This girl, like, da 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 da. That girl's funnier than me. And then I would just well, start. Well, like, do you know they're all doing that? You're you not, think so? I don't know. Yes. But some of them are so overly confident that they're like, I am the prettiest one in the room. Well, some of them, number one is probably an act. Number two, they are narcissistic in a, in a sense and have yeah. tendencies. And that's just the way their ego is. But I guarantee you, 98% of even the guys are in there like, oh, this guy's a douche. All right, that guy might be some competition because we're competitive people. And the girls are the same thing. So they put on that front. But mm-hmm. you know, deep down inside, all those little feelings are coming out. Like, I would have loved to have been the bachelorette. Maybe be, I, maybe I, the easier you, way to go. Maybe I still could. Well, Mike, Mike, you want to come? He's like staring at me right now. Do you want to come on and be a contestant and try to win my heart back? Yeah. Everyone will go to sleep and wake up next morning. I'm the only one still alive. <laughs> <laughs> 24 people murdered in the bachelor house. Best ratings ever, ever. by the way. Okay, I got to talk about <laughs> third love because um, I'm actually wearing the bra right now. It's really comfortable. Um, they just, see. They just, Michael, <laughs> they just added 24 new sizes, making them the industry leader with a total of 70 sizes. And what I love about it, too, is because my breast shape is changing, um, they do half sizes. That's so cool. Yeah, because yeah. sometimes, you know, like right now, I'm I'm not a full double D, but I'm more than a D. Right. With my and by the way, Bragger. I've never been. I know. Bragger. Uh, okay, the second this baby's out, it's going to be a small A again. Okay, they're going to deflate like balloons. I so. was with some girlfriends this weekend who I did not even like tee it up. Who yeah. were literally ordering bras on Third Love, and they were so pumped about the half size. This yeah. half size thing for people that are it's a half changer. size, it's, it's like a game changer. Yes. Yeah. No, I yeah. love it, and it shows up at your door. And for me too, like I. I don't know what it is. Like whenever I go into like a Victoria's Secret, I don't like having to have this lady measure me, but they actually for um, third love, there's a fit finder quiz. So you get to find your perfect fit within under a minute. Um, and that think that's amazing. So cups from a through H uh, bands up to 48 and 50% of women fall in between standard cup sizes. So again, that's why they invented the half cup. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering my listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash Jana now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash Jana for 15% off. Is it weird to be a double D now? It is, but at the same time, I know they're going to be away. That's why I show them off when I have it. What is like that's why like I wear like low cutting things because I'm like I've got boobs right now and in about eleven weeks I won't. Could do when they were A's that are like you're noticing or bumping into them or something. I mean I know you've got your belly so. No, I mean I I do like it and I will like I said I mean, you know and Jen can't give me crap for this because (laughs) she you know she had her stuff but I'm gonna I'm gonna get a I'm gonna get a healthy B C. 
<laughs> just yeah. don't do what Jen did and, and get it done and then come in and be like, hey, what do you guys think about me getting a boob <laughs> <Yeah>. job? <laughs> Terrible idea. Okay, uh, I guess I can't do anything about it. I listen. I fully support you. Yeah. Because at some point, I'm going to get a reduction. So in I, your boobs? Yeah. Give me your because I, I'm a double D, and it's the most annoying thing on the planet when you want to wear a jumpsuit or something. So listen, the trade-off isn't always. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Everybody wants what we don't. I just personally don't like wearing bras so but that's what also i will say third love they have really cool bandos that i wear so oh, they do yeah they've got like bando bralettes which, oh. which are nice because they don't have like the pads yeah. and the wiring and stuff that's so. awesome yeah yeah what about you mike do you wear bras <laughs> no no not yet not yet okay um we have been binging a show and i binged it when we were in virginia and i'm absolutely obsessed and i need you to start watching it asap what is it? Ozark. Oh my oh, god! I am that's what I'm hearing. So good. Obsessed. Are you watching season one or season two? Well, I I binge season one in three I, days. I, I gave Jana homework. I told her at the beginning of August. I was like, look, season two of Ozark comes out August 31st. I'm giving you a month advanced notice to watch season one. She waited till the last five days of the oh, month, no. but cranked it out. But finished season one within before Friday. Well yeah. done, girl. Obsessed. And then, so now we're on episode, we have, we have two left. We have two left. We're oh. on nine. Okay, this is, this is what I'm debating about Netflix. I don't personally like the fact that you can watch them all at one time. Because then it's done. Now you have to wait a year. Yeah. yeah. That's what the, I used to do. It's a great debate amongst mm-hmm. great debate. life right now. Whether Instant gratification. <laughs> but I want to be able to not have to, I don't want to bit because then it's like, because it, you binged it all in the beginning and then you kind of forgot like what had happened That's a year right. ago. Which I think is why the advantage to binging, because I think if you dragged that out, you'd be a little confused because you're like, what happened six weeks ago? Mm-hmm. But how, how hot is Jason Bateman? I just. So okay. hot right now. So you're like, are you so hot for Jason Bateman? Uh-huh. No, I saw Jason Bateman at the park, and it's so funny because I don't get starstruck at all. But I am the biggest Jason Bateman fan. I think he's funny. I think mm-hmm. he, he he can do everything. He's cute. Like he's he's just awesome. I think he seems like an amazing person. He goes to the park. Uh, well, so he was. We live obviously in the same area, and. I mean, and so he was walking. So I was playing with Jolie. She was on the the slide, and he was walking down the um, which I'm called. What's that thing called? Uh, sidewalk. Sidewalk. No sidewalk. sidewalk? Yeah, okay. sidewalk. And he was just like walking by himself, like smiling. And I looked over, and he like smiled, and I was like. <gasps> And I immediately like, turned my head, and then I took a picture and sent it to Michael. <laughs> and, 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 no, no, she took a picture, right? You're the creepy I, know. I didn't know what she was sending me a picture of, because there was just some person 100 feet away. <laughs> I was like, are you showing me a tree, a bench? Like, she's like, no, that's Jason Bateman. I was like, I have it's nothing. I, ba- I barely even see a person in this photo. But I was so excited. And I'll never forget, too, because he does the Ellen Kershaw thing. So yes. we saw him at the ping pong yeah. thing last year with Clayton uh, Kershaw uh, ping pong event and I mean I just stared I just stared at him like a, a freaking creep so I have a treat for you what so I'm not one to like promote another podcast but uh-huh. I'm going to okay Dak Shepard has a podcast and he spent almost two hours with Jason Bateman and you know how you are not afraid to talk about poop yes they do like a 20 maybe 25 minute conversation about pooping oh my god i was like laughing out loud tears the whole thing Dying. you guys have to listen you I, I, I love Dax. Love i actually Dax. put i put him yeah. on the list of people i want to interview i don't know if he'll ever come on our little show but i he we're from the same we're from michigan yeah he's from michigan yes. too oh yeah so, that's right we're yeah. all metro detroiters yeah mm-hmm. and he's he just celebrated his 14 13 and 14 Jay, years a little thing i will tell you maybe we could get a little closer to jason bateman justine bateman 
has a new book coming out. I will promote it. I don't even know what it's about. I will promote it. I'll buy every copy. I just I just love Jason and I just I just I think he's fantastic. You need to watch Ozark. I'm not even this is not even an ad for my podcast, but it's such a great show. You're welcome, honey, for introducing me. Well, I am going to I wish I would have known over that big holiday weekend because I was all by myself. I could have binge like I could have watched the entire season. It's just so good. I just I can't even like I'll watch one tonight. It's Wednesday. It's I'll watch one on my Wednesday night. Okay. You know. Is it too early to talk about Halloween? No, absolutely no, no. not. We need I have, to, because I, I got to figure Halloween out. Halloween decorations in the trunk of my car right now. Okay. One of my least favorite holidays, I almost can say I what? hate it so much. Okay, so. you are like my mother. Holiday. You are like my mother. My mom what? hates Halloween. She, so much to the point, because she always said that I would change my costume. But I'm like, mom, like... It's whatever. I was a kid, but she hates Halloween. So I then always like really didn't like Halloween because she hated Halloween. So I really like couldn't have fun with it. But Michael loves Halloween. No, 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 no. Okay. You know, I remember. So when Jane and I bought our house together in Nashville, our first house, (laughs) we both were like, we hate Halloween. Oh, that's right. Neither one of us. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Who are you people? So listen, just hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. So we're like, you know what? We hate Halloween. So let's just, let's do something just crazy. And let's have the best Halloween party ever. Like the biggest, the best, oh. like everything. And we did. And we went out and spent thousands of dollars on thousands decorations. Of dollars. We started the first week Our of September. Our house decorating. was draped with like sheets. We had like blood spatters, candles we everywhere. We did a, 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 a contest for yeah. best costumes. We had first, second, and wow. third prizes. We had bartenders. Yeah. We, had, I mean, we did it up. And so since then, we've grown to love Halloween a little bit more. Do you guys dress up like a couple? Okay. Oh, so, mm. Well, Actually, we did, yeah, we we, did. We've done both times. So, But this last Halloween was by far, Michael had the best costume of yeah. all what were time. You? Oh, wait, I, have to, I just have to bring oh. the photo up, too. Okay. But go ahead. You can like so, you can tell her. But the photo is just. So because everything. I hate Halloween, I'm like, if I'm going to dress up, I have to have the best costume. Like go like, all out. The one we did when we had the party oh, at the house, is, I bought like a $600 Batman costume. I could have been in a movie. <laughs> That's amazing. So I was a six Look foot six you. Olaf last no. year for Halloween. I ordered this costume straight from China, and show, Amy. oh my god! It's so awesome. we were so Jana. Jana was Elsa, oh the Ice Queen, god. naturally. How come you're like eighteen <laughs> feet tall? Because that thing, the head was. I'm already like six higher. six, and then that thing's another foot above my head. It was that ridiculous. So funny. So we go to this these streets Toluca in Toluca Lake, Lake, which has like a ton of oh, trick or treaters. Kids are stopping me to take pictures. I mean, Walk, he had a Olaf, meet and Olaf, greet Olaf. line. I literally had a meet and greet. I felt like Jana. That, I should have started yeah. charging. Yeah. Charging. Yeah. <laughs> I it mean, was a legit meet and greet line. So now I'm like, how do you beat the giant Olaf? Like, that's, yeah. So that's what we figure out. Like, what what do we beat? Because I like to do the couple thing. The family I, thing. We're I kids, like to do the family fun. thing. So if anyone has any suggestions, um, email us email. at yeah, Jana Kramer at iHeartMedia.com. Um, soon, because soon. I need to find whatever it is. I yeah. need to find the best costume there is with, I just, for it. I just got Rocco's costume in the mail. Oh, what, what is it going to be? He wants to be, right now, he wants to be Pikachu. We usually go through like three or five costumes. It. And then so I that's, donate that's them. Norm, that's a normal thing to do. Totally Kids change normal. their mind. Okay. See, mom? It's You just have to go with it because yeah. they're going to change their mind. Well, I made my mom make them. my and then costumes, you though. Them. So she would actually well, hand make You were... Yeah, but that was her choice. Yeah, she could have bought bought them. But she wanted. Why did y'all originally hate it? Because my mom hated it, so I wasn't allowed to like have fun with it. 
I you love know? it for kids. I love the decorations. I don't like adults in costumes. See, that's oh. how and that's how I always felt. I just thought it was silly. I'm like adults just, in costumes. Why? It's like the one time a year you can dress up. I know, but I just I just again, who I just are felt, like, all of silly. you? Such an excuse too for women to just like oh, that like I don't that, like. Yeah. No, that I do gross. not like to to, to like, be a, a like slutty your costume. Your underwear is not a costume. Thank you. I do not like that, and I I I don't like girls that do that. Yeah. I don't like it at all. I I think it's like okay, we get it. Like you're trying to show off your body. You're trying to be like I'm a sexy maid. Like be a little bit more creative than a sexy maid. I'm a witch Personally. every year. Oh, do you do like the it's work? The, it's the no, no. It's like pretty, pretty. It's the one day a year I can really be myself. I love that. <laughs> I, I'm not a huge fan. I, I love it for kids, but yeah, no. I will. You could not pay me enough money to put on a costume. It will not happen. Oh, it's gonna happen. Oh no, it will. This no, no, year. no, it will happen. No, it will. Nope, nope. It's why gonna do you, happen. So why do you hate it so much? Just because you think it's. So, I don't like theme dressing in general. Mm-hmm. Like I don't. I, so like I the Renaissance festivals, you would oh hate. Oh my god! <laughs> I okay. want to do that so bad. The Renaissance? No, the Renaissance festival. I want to dress up like one of those fairies and have like one. and be like and Michael would be like, oh, this is mine. Whatever. I get uncomfortable. Come here, my wench. Yeah. You really? Mm-hmm. Okay. When so people are in them. costume around me, uh-huh. like sometimes I do the I don't see you, I don't see you, I don't oh see god. you. I don't. I don't like hearts on Valentine's Day. I don't like. Oh, a Christmas sweater just kills me. It's like, oh, God. Even an ugly Christmas sweater? All of it. I don't do theme dressing at all. So Halloween is like that to the one millionth degree. So, And I just don't want someone talking to me with a mask on. It's just (laughs) If someone put on a Santa Claus hat, would you scold them? Oh, my gosh. I don't like that at (laughs) all. Oh, my God. Are you talking about at Christmas? That's just the worst. Just a Santa hat. I'm starting that, like... Many months span of holidays I hate. Halloween, Thanksgiving, don't! Christmas. Don't you, why do you hate Thanksgiving? New Year's, Valentine's That's Day. That's fighting words for I Dana. don't really I will breathe. fight you on Thanksgiving. Why do you not like Thanksgiving? It's about giving thanks. <sighs> There's no presents. There. It's my favorite so much work, holiday. So what? much family fighting. It's about thanks and giving. I'm like, let's just get a caterer. Caterer, caterer. And they're like, no, no we got to cook it. Yeah. Oh, I'm so exhausted from all this cooking. And I'm just like, seriously, this is happening to me. Well, here's the deal. Um, now that I know how much Amy hates it, I'm going to make sure that she has to put everything on. Oh, you better believe we're coming in here. Oh, guns blazing. I'm going to be a six foot six turkey coming in here at Thanksgiving. (laughs) Costume for every occasion. Um, Yeah, and we're going to have an outfit for her, and she's going to have to wear it. And you're going to get over this. Yeah. I don't like my birthday. I don't like any of it. Halloween is so much fun. You get the spider cupcakes, all the decorations, pumpkins, carving them. Great for kids. Totally into it for kids. And adults. We need to help you find your inner child this Michael, Halloween. Michael, what do you think you want to be, though, for Halloween? I don't know. You I don't like, care. Really... I just have, again, whatever it is, I have to have the most legit costume. If you yeah. want to be Power Rangers, I'm going to find someone at that studio who made the movie and get the real thing. Like, I'm, <laughs> like I have to do it. That's the only way I That's the only way I dress up, is if I have the best. Well, yeah, because I just want it to be family-themed. So, again, if you guys have any ideas, com, and I'd like it to be fa- uh, family-themed. So, it needs, so, like, last year, obviously, he was Olaf, I was Elsa, and Jolie was Anna. So, we need to, like, have it family-themed. If I may, Janet. I, oh, yes, my, please, Easton. My, please. My, my wife and I do uh, couples costumes every year. I love it. And last year, I was the man in the big yellow hat, and uh, she was um, Curious George, and our dog was a banana. Aww. <laughs> and uh, one year, I was a fisherman. I had like a, one of those, I looked like the, I know what you did last summer guy, the raincoat yeah. with the beard, and she was a mermaid. Oh. 
And mm. uh, one year I was a magician and she was a rabbit. Aww. And I think this year we're going to do, um, she's going to be the hippo from Fantasia and I'm going to be a, an alligator. <laughs> Amy is throwing up in her mouth in the corner. <laughs> I like I like the Fantasia one this year. That's going to be awesome. I know. You know what, Amy? I think you're just homesick. And you know what you need? Homesick candles. Um, that I like, actually. Homesick candles? Yeah, I think that's cool. I think it's a really neat idea because I miss I miss Michigan, I miss Nashville, and um, I want that reminder. So I, that's what I love that homesick candles they provide warm, glowing reminders of the special times, people, and places of your life. So if you want to think about Thanksgiving, Amy, you can order a <laughs> where you grew up Thanksgiving candle. <laughs> um, I just think that's fantastic. Um, they have special homesick candles for all fifty states and dozens of the most famous countries and cities of the world. So there's like beach house uh, up north which i think is really cool too so you go to homesick.com to find every single one of the 50 united states candles plus dozens of classic u.s cities and popular countries do they have vegas we should get the vegas one to get us pumped for our trips to vegas yeah they've got vegas what does that smell like perfume and dirty laundry Guys, stay on track here. They sorry, ship where they, the world ship direct to you and your friends, family, and just days. Right now, my listeners can get free shipping plus $10 off when you buy two or more candles. Just visit homesick.com and use my code Jana. That's homesick.com and use my code Jana. I can answer that question, actually. It what? smells like desert sand and midnight air, herbs and spices from the finest restaurants, and, oh. hints, That's of, not accurate. and hints of cold, hard that cash. That sounds wow. What is Michigan? Michigan yeah, smells yeah. like tart cherries and rich chocolate. Oh, Ooh. wonderful. That sounds good. Honeysuckle and rose balanced with cinnamon and a sandalwood finish. Do, yes. they, have one, do they have one for every major city? Or yeah. They, so like you'd have like... Washington, D.C. Okay. Uh, lies, <laughs> deceit, <laughs> and affairs. <laughs> uh, it is sense. a scent of soft downpours, steeped Earl Grey tea, and mild hints of cedar and patchouli. A touch of maple and vanilla complement a bouquet of rhododendron flower and amber. Oh, I would love that candle. That sounds like a good candle. Yeah, I like I like more of a manly candle. Just that like would for be my, manly. Yeah, the patchouli. I like I like um I just like more of a manlier smell. Can I don't we, like flowery. Can we unpack something that we talked about with Chris? Yeah, mm-hmm. unpack. That's like the. Is that, is that your new like word? The cliche, lame word. Let's curate this. Um, can we talk about losing your virginity? Yeah. yeah. That seems like something we've never talked about. Oh, yeah. How old were you? I was 16. My boyfriend was 15. Oh, younger man. Yeah. yeah. I was 14. You were 14? Wow. Does, does I was 14. get less awkward as you get older? Because it's like, now it seems like no big deal. Like, who cares? Talk about it. Right. right. Well, Michael, how old were you? 14. Whoa. Sorry, mom and dad. <laughs> oh, did they not know that? <laughs> oh. I know. I'm I don't so know glad my do. mom doesn't listen. How old were you? 14. Oh my God, what? Yes. Wait, I thought you said 15. No, you're 14 I was too? 14. Her boyfriend was 15. He was 19. Oh, oh. Whoa. He was in college. That's I like, was a freshman in high school. That seems like you'd need a note, like a parental note. Yeah, it was illegal. Wait, at 14. <laughs> Badass. Yeah, but at 14, though, that just seems so young. I know. I mean, yeah. I was mature. I'm How old I'm was your girl? At 22. She was, uh, I was a freshman. She was a junior. So wow. 17. Wait, you were 22 and you lost virginity? Mm-hmm. Why? Why wait so long? <laughs> um, who was Why the guy? Why would you do that? Jeez. <laughs> okay. Who was the guy? 
I, you want me to just name him? I'm not going to Was name he him. a frat, frat boy? <laughs> what does it rhyme with? <laughs> Mine's Waddy. Well, what's weird is he doesn't want, we're still friends. Oh, okay. And he doesn't want to claim it. Like, he knows it was him, but there was sort of, like, maybe a half one before, and he's like, a no. What do you half mean a half? One. Did they, like, go half in? So, oh. um, so okay. <laughs> oh, not not so full throttle, but, like, uncomfortable. Like, so the hot dog was in the bun, but not. <laughs> like, I think I messed around with somebody um, maybe a year before okay. this okay. person, and there was, like, it was close, but not really. And so then It was, this like, guy, touching. It was kissing. No, like... <laughs> I'm not an idiot. Like it was like, <laughs> it was like almost maybe. I don't know. Whatever. No, no. I mean the thing was kiss- kissing the other thing. I don't know if we no, have to get this descriptive. No, it was like almost. Yeah. Whatever. So then it really did happen, and then obviously I talked about it with the person, and he's yeah. like, "No, no, that wasn't, wasn't me. Mm. It was this one." Like he didn't want to claim it. How did he it know about the other person? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I'm very open with the the boys. Yeah. I'm with I'm gonna talk about it. Mark, how old were you? I was 15, and, and like Mike, she was two years older than I was. That's right. Oh, wow. Everybody's wow. so young. Is there nobody that was in their 20s? Easton, like, how old were you? Easton's like, any day now. <laughs> F- fingers crossed. I mean, Christmas is coming. Uh, <laughs> I was 17. She was 21, oh, and it was wow. my friend's older sister. Oh, your friend's Mark older and I sister. <laughs> I want to open the door and see if there's anybody that's tw- in their 20s. There's like, not. Well, I will what? say, though, I have one girlfriend that is in her 20s that still hasn't lost her virginity because she is waiting. But um, t- again, to me, I'm like, you know, that's and I'm, I'm I have nothing against that. I think that's if that's what you want to yeah. do. I yeah. just personally think that I wish I would have waited a little longer What's now like thinking about it. I mean, I think 22. Well, I mean, I will say this. though: he was my high school sweetheart. I loved him. You know, and I, and I and I don't I have zero regrets about it. I will say that. But mm-hmm. thinking back, I'm like, yeah, maybe we could have waited like uh, maybe another year or so. I don't know. But maybe not because we stayed together for three and a half, four oh, years. Wow. I, mean, I like those. Okay. I like that's those a stories. sweet story. Yeah. But I mean, if losing your virginity for to someone random like that would be I wouldn't have wanted that. I would see I, if, like, if it's Jolie and she we were talking about this, I would say like, hey, you know, if if you care about this person, that's who I think you should lose your virginity to, is is what I would probably say to her. Yeah. I don't want it to just be some random. Was, was your up. was your person random? Well, we were sort of dating. I mean, he was in college. Yeah. I was a freshman in high school. He I'm was really hot. That story, yeah, by the way. yeah. The freshman oh, in college would've... and the freshman in high school is a little creepy. For we me. skied together. Ah, that's what they call it then. <laughs> oh, but I mean, like yours, Mike. Like it wasn't like a. No, we were really good friends. I like know. we were like we were legitimate. Do you ever regret about not being with De- what was the your high school sweetheart? Trisha. Trisha. I was called Debbie. Trisha. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I don't Deborah. Know. <laughs> Deborah. <laughs> yeah. Um, not necessarily because no. it wasn't because to me like I had the the person I lost it with like we had a very close friendship mm-hmm. like it was like friends with benefits but we we respected each other and mm-hmm. we loved each other as friends. Yeah. Um. So no, I don't know. I don't regret it. Does anyone in the room regret it? No. No. Be- uh, because he was like, my high school sweetheart. If ugh. he if he was just a random hookup, then yeah. I would have regretted it. I would say then I would have for sure regretted it. It wasn't like, but if, we got it wasn't caught what though. It is now. I, soon afterwards, no, yeah, by parents, uh, yeah. Oh, so it was Sadie Hawkins. Oh, Michael, do you know the story? No, I don't do think want, I do. Uh, do you want to know Sadie it? Sadie Hawkins, do you, that tramp. 
Uh, no, 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 no. It was the dance. I know. I know. <laughs> no, it was Sadie Hawkins. And so it was, we were probably like a month into like being like sexual. And so we left the dance to go home because we knew his parents were at the movies. Mm. So we go back to his house and, you know, we start having sex or whatever. And then all of a sudden, the door opens oh and it's his dad. And his dad saw me no. butt naked. I run oh. upstairs. And I just start like bawling, crying. Where were you guys in the house? We were in the living room because we thought we could hear the garage door oh open, my but God. they didn't go through the garage, oh so they like went through like the side <laughs> door. Oh, awful! Yeah, so oh. so that happens, and I'm I'm still like Home. butt ass naked, like in the in the bathroom, bawling my eyes out. He comes and he's crying. He's naked. Like well, I think he might might have put something like around him or whatever. Like we're just both crying, and his dad comes and he goes, "Go grab the rubber." Because he had left the, he like <gasps> threw off no. the rubber and like threw it on the floor. <laughs> I know, it was so gross. I mean, we were using protection. That's good, right? <laughs> but then, but then, the, his mom <sighs> rest in rest in peace because she was amazing. She unfortunately passed away because of breast cancer. But she, um, she goes, you have twenty four hours to tell your mother. <gasps> and I was just like, oh so, man, sweating. Like I just remember driving home, like just like sweating and bawling my eyes out. So I go home and I draft this like epic novel <laughs> to my I'm mother. running away. Like this novel. I will never of come just home. Being like mom. So I lied to her in the letter. Sorry, mom. I know you listen, but I I lied to her and I said this is my first time ever having sex please i'm so sorry but you like, said it was, that was when you lost it that wasn't the, no i said we were a month into being sexually active oh i didn't know when we got caught other stuff yeah so um i wrote it i was like mom i'm so sorry like this is the first time that we had sex and you know um mrs and mr whatever caught us having sex and you know i'm so sorry i'm so ashamed and da 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 and what i did was and she was in her room and i slid it underneath the door no. and then i ran back in my room and was like mom you have a note underneath your door <laughs> like, classic no. Jana fashion like classic me just to like run away so then i'm in my room and she like knocks on my door and she was like do we need to get you on birth control? And I was like, that was like the last thing I thought she would say to me. I thought I was going to be like grounded for weeks. But she was like, let's talk about birth control well, that options. that was good. I think oh, she was doing a good yeah. mom job there. Yeah. This, but this is why I think people should wait till college. Like, you, sh this should not be happening in high school. I See, I disagree, uh, though. See, if, it's thing, like, if it's a relationship, though, you know what I mean? But not even that. But I feel like in college, you might be more susceptible to the drunk, regretful sex. Yes, exactly. As right. opposed to high school, it's like you're fooling around. It's like, yeah. uh, I'm trying to figure this out. That's an excellent point. That's an excellent point. Yeah, yeah. that is very true. Because if not, yeah, you're going to be drunk at some party. And it's like, ah, this is whatever, I'm drunk. I'm going to sleep with Joe Schmo. Is is the number still a thing? Like, do do people still count how many people they've slept with? My number is so extraordinarily low. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, it's so low. We don't, we don't, Michael and I have never shared a number because we probably don't know how many. Is that a thing? <laughs> oh. Like, yeah. I was like, exclusive. Yeah. Very, yeah. <laughs> Headline Last news. Weekly, no. They don't know their number. We, we, from the very beginning of our setting, we agreed. We're like, is yeah, that a thing gonna... people ask? Like, I don't, I'm so I old used to, now. 100%. Like, yeah, when, like back like, in the day, yeah, I used to want to know. I mean, I don't know. Since it's, I mean, we've in been my together. 20s, I wanted to know people's like numbers and stuff. Yeah. But then when I just started to have fun in L.A. I, I just told somebody, anymore. like, I don't yeah. want to know. Yeah, yeah, I'd rather not. Well, I mean, now we know, we know, you know, stuff. But I mean, yeah. it is what it is. But I would love to hear... Um, losing your virginity stories oh, if you have yes. regrets yeah great topic yeah if or you did have, you yeah. marry him did you did you marry the guy you lost virginity yeah. which which you know that's another interesting thing because yes. i'm like didn't wouldn't you kind of want to like, like i have a lot of friends whose flavors? number is two 
Really? My number's five. I'll just tell you guys. I don't care. Okay. I'm, I'm hoping for six any second. Um, <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> Baby's working on the other hand. <laughs> but I know a lot of people, no, two. Two? Wow. Because there's the first person and then they married the second. Wow. Yeah. Well, not That's everyone surprising. moved to California and had a, had a fun 20s. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's bad is like my first, when you tell me that your story, yeah. my first intuition is thinking about J- Jolie and then our son. Right. And putting them both in that scenario, how I would react. And if <laughs> if it was our son and it was like came home and it was a girl that he was seeing or whatever and they were having sex. Yes, I would be. I don't know how I would react, but I wouldn't high five them or anything. It wouldn't be like that. But I would just be like, what the? You know, are you using protection? Yeah. Are you, mm-hmm. you know, smart? About if this? I if we came home and Jolie and some guy got up off of her and was like running away, I would chase that mother effort down. And What's just like, the difference though? That girl's the Because it's my girl. baby girl. If I saw some dude on top of her, like, and I come in, oh are you, I, I don't know. I'll just ah! react. I'll be like, you, come here. <laughs> like, but what if it's like, you know, her high school, he's a high school sweetheart too, who she's in love with and like, you know, yeah, I mean, that, you, that you know. I still wouldn't it's like, be what happy. If it's Alex, like, I don't know, this is his name and we right, love right, Alex right. and I mean, that's, like, that, you know. There would be a lip, my reaction wouldn't be as extreme. I'm not saying I'll physically harm the person either way. I'm just saying I'd be like, get the f*** out of here. I think that's every dad's worst nightmare. And I don't think Hands any down. dad should have to walk into that. No, no, I don't think so at all. No. And I, and I hope that Jolie is open enough to be able to tell us like when yeah. she is starting to be, I mean, I know your brother's in that starting age of sexually activeness and how to talk to your parents and stuff, but it's, you have to, you want them to come to you, but it's also that awkward, like, God, like my little baby is now having right. sex. It's going to be yeah. hard. I mean, just what I was telling you about the other day, thinking about my brother, who's 17, who, because there's a 14-year difference, I still look at him as, like, my little man. Right. Right? And we're driving home, you know, uh, when we're back in Virginia together, and I started asking these questions because I've been uncomfortable to even bring it up with him. But I'm like, he's, he's about to be 18 years old in December. Yeah. I'm like, what was I doing when I was 18 years old? I was like, he's doing something. <laughs> I was like, I, I can't be naive anymore. He's not yeah. just, like, my innocent little man anymore. Yeah. So it's just weird to like have that conversation with them. I know. Well, I would love to hear people's stories. Um, yeah, if you have any regrets about losing your virginity, if you married the person, you know your number. <laughs> you want to tell me your number? <laughs> tell me your number. <laughs> Jana Kramer at iHeartMedia.com. I, I would love to, you know, to listen to the confessions. To your yeah, confessions. Confessions of virginity. Yes. <laughs> These are some Halloween costume ideas and vir- virginity talk is going to yeah. be great emails. <laughs> next episode Fan needs next to be episode. just dissecting all of those. <laughs> yeah. You know it's a great number. What? 38. Is that your number? Carbon 38. Oh. Got him. Wow. Soft toss. Soft toss into carbon 38. I love it. By the way, I was like, well, that's a good number for a dude. Um, <laughs> Not my number. <laughs> it's kind of low, but, you know, respect, whatever. <laughs> oh, my. Carbon 38 is a performance fashion e-commerce site that curates brands that blur the lines between workout wear and street style. Um, I love Carbon 38, and it's funny. I posted a – I was doing a live video on my Instagram, and I had these – sweatpants that I was wearing and they kind of had some holes in them and everyone's like where is that from it's so cute because not only can I wear them when I'm working out but I also wear them leisurely too um they're really cute from carbon 38 they like to mix style with function which I think is really great again they're comfortable they're breathable they're lightweight they make your butt Um, look awesome they do make your butt look awesome honey you love that carbon 38 shirt that we got um yeah it's fantastic yeah so good carbon 38 
offers new arrivals daily from the top luxury performance fashion labels. Go to Carbon38.com and use code WINE, W-H-I-N-E, for 20% off your order. That's Carbon38.com, promo code WINE, for 20% off your purchase. I have an email if you're interested. Oh, yeah. It's kind of an interesting topic here. This is from Jenna. And she says, my husband and I have been married for four years. We have two sons. I've never really been too concerned about him cheating because he's genuinely a good guy and has never given me a reason to doubt that. He had bad judgment a few years ago. He went to a strip club for a friend's bachelor party right after I gave birth to our first son. I was open with how I felt. I thought he learned from that. He knows I'm very easily jealous and very insecure about my body. A couple months ago, he got a vasectomy. And long story short, to get off, he searched Google for Mm. pictures to look at. I'm not sure what that has to do with a vasectomy necessarily, but... Maybe she thinks the surgery somehow affected... I've had that surgery. Right. Everything's fine. Well, for you, but maybe well, someone maybe there else... maybe issues. Okay, I guess. Maybe his penis doctor made a mistake. <laughs> anyway. That's, like, extremely confusing. So, but her point oh, is, and this so is kind good. of yeah. sad, the pictures worked, and what oh. she has to offer didn't, mm. is what she's saying. She says, I feel like he cheated. Even though I know he felt pressured to perform, I feel like he has betrayed me. I found out about it on his phone. I just can't get over Mm -hmm. it. I've had two babies in two years. I'm still breastfeeding. I don't want him to look at me. I feel like my boobs aren't as big as the pictures he saw Mm -hmm. or I'm not as tan. Mm -hmm. Am I wrong to feel like I've been cheated on? Should I be okay with this? Because some people would say this is a normal guy thing. I don't know what to do. It makes me hate myself. Thank you for your time reading this. Did I write that email? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I, might, I think it's a Jenna, but it was really like, I, I probably wrote the email in there. No, I, that's hard. I, I mean, we've kind of talked about this in our relationship too, where it's like for us personally, it's just, we feel like that's a, a, a way of taking away romance from our relationship. And um, I think you just she just has to be open and honest with him and how that makes her feel. Because I, I do the same thing where if, you know, I know Mike was looking at something and it's like, man, I'm comparing myself to like, well, they've look they've got bigger boobs than me and they look prettier than me and they're sluttier or whatever and like I can't get you off, but she can. Like that's a that's a really hard thing to like swallow and for a woman to like not feel like they're wanted by their like guy. Mm-hmm. So I think if she can try to like be honest about it. Um and I think it sucks in this day and age because so many men are like, whatever, it's just it's what guys do. We watch porn, we we look at pictures, like right. and I don't think that's fair for the relationship, personally. Yeah. Um yeah, that's a tough subject, and that's something that, you know, Jan and I have dealt with firsthand over the last couple of years, and because of all that, because of what we've been through, man, this went from, like, happy-go-lucky to, like, deep stuff. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's great. It's a good email. Um, no, at least for, for Jana and I's beliefs and, and my strong beliefs now, I don't, I think that whole it's a guy thing is an overplayed excuse. Hmm. And that's what it is, is an excuse nowadays. And, you know, I read something, and this was years ago too, um, about Terry Crews, you know, the actor Terry Crews. Mm-hmm. And in an article, he was talking about how he stopped like watching porn and he stopped looking at any of that kind of stuff because he f- realized and felt like it took away from his marriage. And, you know, I, I read that and I was like, man, that kind of started to resonate with me. And I still, you know, had my issues on getting away from that stuff because it becomes habit for men because you know masturbation or porn and all that stuff is becomes a habit and it's like one of those things that dads might talk to their sons about hey this is a natural thing i don't know if it's a natural thing i don't know i'm trying to figure that out but you know i will be an advocate to say that i don't think that excuse can be played anymore i think she definitely has the right to go to him and be like look this is how it makes me feel 
I know it's not physically cheating. I know it's not physically acting out, but it still emotionally can affect me the same way. And, and that's something he has to listen to. Yeah. And totally to that point as well is, you know, just how an, an addiction starts. If he's right. starting to look at that, he's maybe like, oh, maybe this isn't doing enough for me. But now maybe going to find this girl in that bar might now right. give me that they, high. You they know, become so that's desens- where it becomes yeah. desensitized. Yes, absolutely. And yeah. that's that's where the whole, you know, addiction could come in. And that's right. that's a that's scary. So I think it's important. I And I hate like kind of like I said, I don't like that stereotype that it's what guys guy talk or guy, what guy, yeah. guys look at it's it's funny as this and that not I, I was the stereotype of that for so many years for so many years i was that guy and just now from the outside looking in it's just it's not healthy do you think it could be up to the couple like sure yes. 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 Like, some, yes. some couples like watching yeah. porn yeah. together some, 100% some, 100% yeah. yeah it can be, totally be subjective based on a couple i know we've mentioned that too on here too where there there's couples that do that together and that works for them and that is awesome that's totally fine there's comfortable there's there's men out there that can have guy talk and look at that stuff and it not affect them in any way not affect their relationship that's great i just want men and couples like these two to be aware that it can affect a relationship and just to be open and honest about it and not like a hidden thing too, where it's, you know, where she does have to see that she's looking at a porn site or he's looking somewhere, whatever. And vice versa, even if the girl, I don't know if the girl's doing it too, but. You know. I have a question, honey. Answer. If say the same situation is happening, but mm-hmm. he has no issue in the bedroom, mm-hmm. he's active, he gives her attention and all that stuff, but she still maybe just has an issue with it for whatever reason but it's not ta- she doesn't feel like it's taken away from or there doesn't seem to be anything on paper that's taken away from the relationship mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on that if, if it still makes her uncomfortable then that's mm-hmm. then that's still something that she has to speak on because mm-hmm. i mean it a hundred percent makes it worse when they're not getting off with her but getting off with the internet right. that's hurtful but if he's fine like you said in the bedroom and but it still bothers her then that's something that she's still yeah. needs to address they you have know? to be on the same page yeah i mean it for me honestly it wouldn't it, i mean obviously minus our situation but like if i was in a relationship and that was the case and it was fine in the bedroom and you know i i wouldn't mind i wouldn't care if the person was watching it as well because he's not taking away from our mm-hmm. our time too. well that's the point right we get a lot of emails saying is this normal and there is no yeah. normal every right, relationship yeah, that's the thing. is different there is no normal. Right. you have yeah. to establish your mm-hmm. own guidelines there Boundaries. and respect each other's feelings about that. You have to about communicate that. about. Yeah, and I also want to say, and I, maybe you can back me up, Mike, as a guy. Oh, here it goes. Uh, we're not comparing you. And I know that's hard for right. you to believe. And whether it's porn or it's an R-rated it movie matter, with a nude scene you're... or it's somebody on the beach or somebody mm-hmm. walking by on the street in a short skirt, we're not comparing you. There is none of that. Right, but when you are off to a big breasted woman and yet you can't get off with me in well, the that bedroom is, that is a that's different a situation hurts. yes that's that is like that. that is that to us you could still say it's not about you well that person looks different than yeah. me so that sucks all right well today was fun and also so heated fun. yes good. got like juicy that's i love good it stuff Thank you, everybody. Jen, Michael, thank you. Thank you you to Third Love. Go to thirdlove.com slash Jana now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. FabFitFun, remember to use my code Jana to get $10 off your first FabFitFun box today. Carbon38, go to carbon38.com and use code WINE, W-H-I-N-E, for 20% off your order. 
Homesick Candles, thank you. Remember, you can get free shipping plus $10 off when you buy two or more candles. Just visit homesick.com and use my code JAMA. And of course, thank you to Lola and go to mylola.com for 40% off all subscriptions and enter JANA when you subscribe today. Okay, um, love you guys. Love that you too. Fine. I'm excited to wind so down next week. Virgins, send your story. Virgins yeah. in costume. Yes. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> That's the title next week, Virgins and Costumes. Virgins and Costumes. That sounds like porn. (laughs) (laughs) Might get more listeners. Yeah.